Hi, and welcome to the Yes Podcast. Here, we share a collection of real stories told by real people who have said, I am yes. I am young enough to serve. We hope these stories and the lessons in them encourage you and challenge you to get involved in kingdom work in your church, neighborhood, and life. Welcome to Yes. Hi, this is Judy Wick, and today I have the opportunity to invite you to someone that I just recently have met, but I've heard about him for quite some time. He actually is the grandfather-in-law to um, one of our board members at Yes, Young Enough to Serve, Heather Crooker, and Heather has told us for a couple of years what an incredible man her grandfather-in-law is. And now that we've met him, we get it. Why Heather wanted to connect us and ultimately uh, you, the listener, um, with her grandpa. So welcome, Don Crooker from Modesto. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Judy. I'm so happy to be with you today. Well, we're just really excited to uh, get to know you a little bit better and just things that uh, Heather and Russell have told us about you. Um, We just admire you, Don. Now, are you comfortable in telling us your young age? Yes, I just turned 80. Okay. So keep that in mind, those that are listening, that this is a just freshly freshly baked 80-year-old, okay? (laughs) And uh, if you saw him in person, you wouldn't believe that he's 80. But Don, I would love to, meaning that you look much, much younger and definitely act and live much younger. So Don, give us a little background uh, on yourself that would be interesting to the listeners. Well, you know, I became a Christian at 11 years of age, inviting Christ to come into my heart and life. And that just totally changed my life. It gave me a meaning and a purpose that answered the question where I came from why I'm here and where I'm going, and it's the most exciting thing that uh, ever happened to me. And we did spend um, 12 years in the pastorate, 31 years in working with a ministry to different types of disabilities, and it's just been a great and wonderful uh, life. And Don, how long ago did you retire from uh, the ministry that you had with uh, people with disabilities? I did that back in 2001, so that's almost 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. and uh, I thought things were busy then, but once I retired, it got even busier. So before we get into how busy and fulfilling your life is right now, when you thought about going into retirement, you were, you know, you had been plugged in all these years into full-time ministry and working with both, you know, the church and parachurch ministry, did you have any idea back then that retirement would look like it does now for you? Well, I was surprised at how many doors actually opened. I didn't go knocking, the doors opened. And so there was only one thing to do, and that was to go through those doors. And it's just been one uh, exciting experience uh, after another. And I just love that you have embraced this instead of rolling your eyes and feeling like, okay, yeah, you know, here's another phone call or another thing to do. And, you know, while I totally understand that, you know, uh, balance is important and there are times that uh, even in yes, we have to say no, I get that. But I love your passion that you embraced so many of these opportunities. So tell us just some of the places where you, 
where you have served recently and are serving? Well, uh, I serve in the community. It's a small community east of Modesto. It's a population of uh, about uh, 8,500 people. And this is in California. <laughs> it's a rural community, and I, I love that uh, because that's kind of a, a lifestyle that's gone by the wayside. And um, working through my church, um, you know, they called me to serve as pastor to the seniors, and so I researched it to see, well, what can we do to meet the seniors' needs? And I noticed online that 75% of the churches that have a ministry to senior citizens, it's all in-house. It's, um, you know, potlucks, and, and there was no outward right. um, connections, uh, no connecting to the community. Mm. And I, do, I knew I did not want to go that route. Mm-hmm. As I got to know the group, they were already involved in various ways in the community, so we didn't have a whole lot of potlucks or parties or, or that kind of thing. It was too much fun serving. Oh, of course. I mean, you're talking our language. We just absolutely love this. And just the joy that you exude through serving. It's not like, you know, I don't think either one of us are anti a potluck dinner now and then, but it's like there's so, so much potential out there. So, again, where are some areas that you're serving today? Well, uh, I'm very involved in my community, meeting with uh, business leaders, uh, community leaders, uh, club uh, leaders, organizational leaders, uh, in doing uh, projects together in the community. Um, A year ago, uh, we started the uh, first Christmas parade in Waterford, and that's a night Christmas parade. And uh, the first year's crowd was 1,500 minimum. Last year was 3,000 minimum. And we're hoping that we'll go to four or five thousand this coming Christmas. <laughs> it's been just a delight to work with other people. Mm. Um, you know, it's not a, a spiritual organization; it's strictly secular. But that's how we connect with people. Absolutely. And then to watch the kids when the floats go by, uh, you know, it was just a delight to say, "Wow, Lord, thank you." for letting me be a part of that. Mm. And I've gotten to know many people in the community and have um, opportunity to uh, minister with them, to give them encouragement, and who knows what the future holds. And I love the other day when I talked with you, Don, and you were talking about how it's getting involved in these um, secular areas in the community that is just obviously that's how you that's that's your inroad for being the hand of christ extended oh absolutely otherwise i'm not sure how many connections um many of these folks have with a christian uh, all of the different things for example we we uh, involved with the love waterford many communities have that and it's given me an opportunity to meet so many people and people from other churches as we come together to work together uh, we've been involved with the uh, Waterford Champions, and we uh, select six people every year. This is the second year. Mm-hmm. We knew if we did one a year, we would never catch up because there are so many people that are that are champions. And uh, the last two years, I went back and looked at that list, and 75% of those people that were selected were Christians. Hmm. Wow. Oh. One, one guy was uh, he took uh, photographs 
of all the different uh, games, uh, high school games, uh, right. you know, the basketball, baseball, uh, football, and in 12 years, he has taken over 100,000 pictures and given them out in CDs. That, that was his uh, way of, um, of um, connecting with kids and right. being an important part of their life. And he just happens to go to the same church I do. Oh. <laughs> and then tell how you're involved with the schools and libraries. Well, um, you know, right now we're helping to raise funds. Our school district just made a commitment. They've already hired an individual that will be a what they call a graduation coach, and they will be working with 35 students that are struggling, you know, to, to, to graduate. Mm-hmm. They may not make it. And so I'm involved uh, in raising uh, some funds for that. Right. Again, it's a secular project, but, hey, we've got to help our 7th uh, uh, and 8th graders out, so many of them struggling for various reasons. And if Christians aren't involved, how, you know, uh, how are those needs going to be met? Right. Oh, Don, I just absolutely love this. Is there a story that you can share with us about... Um, someone that's volunteered with you maybe they this was new to them uh to you know volunteer in the community and then once the the bug bit it's like no stopping them now well uh you know i just had a meeting today with a team that are uh, will be working on love waterford and i have joyfully given up my leadership role to this uh, other person who happens to be a believer and she is taking this project on, and she will be working with many of the different groups in our community to find projects that we can do together for a better community. Mm. And just to see her step up to that opportunity, uh, it just blessed my heart. Now I'm free to focus in other areas, and here's one that has a, a new ministry. Wow. And I'm sure that you've been a wonderful and will continue to be a wonderful mentor to, to her. But I love how you do that, how you, you get in and serve, but then you know when maybe it's time to pass the baton of that particular uh, uh, ministry or volunteer position to someone else so that you can focus uh, uh, somewhere else. Um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I know that you are um, currently serving as a chaplain of the Modesto um, uh, Police Department. Yes, I do, and I also serve as a chaplain with uh, Stanislaus um, uh, Sheriff's Department. And they have volunteer groups also that unlimited opportunities for people that want to uh, serve in their community. And all you have to do is contact the uh, sheriff or the police department and say, hey, uh, what kind of uh, opportunities are there that I could maybe take a look at to see if I would love to get involved? And um, there are some of the retired people that that is their focus, Mm. serving their community that way. I know, Don, when I talked to you earlier and just asking about some of the, um, you know, responsibilities and what it would be like in being a chaplain of either police or sheriff department, and you said that um, there's a lot of sadness wrapped around that position because you are dealing with a lot of instances of death and grieving people. But um, I want you to um, repeat what you told me about how that still makes you feel. Oh, you mean um, uh, working with people that are going through grief? Right. 
Well, you know, this is the worst time of people's lives when they've lost someone they love and the opportunity to come alongside, and we can't change what they're feeling. There are no words that will change that experience, but we come alongside uh, to um, support, be there, and be an encouragement. And, you know, some churches have started Grief Share, right. and that might be an option for a volunteer to get involved in a group that way because they've experienced loss, and they could be an encouragement to, to others as they go through that loss. Right, and if you're listening and have never heard of Grief Share, you could look that up, Google Grief Share, and uh, that's an amazing ministry to communities. Um, The results of um, how many people they have been able to help. Obviously, the pain never goes away, but just to be able to walk through these just uh, what would be unbearable times, uh, it's just an amazing ministry. So we love... uh, the work that uh, Grief Share does. Yes, yes. And I was just looking at my notes here, Judy. Uh, the Welcome Wagon, uh, that was launched just about a year ago. <clears throat> and uh, taking as people move into the community, we've gone out and taken the uh, welcome bags to them with different things inside that they can use. And just the surprise look on their face. <laughs> You're doing that for me. You're welcoming me into your community. Yes, we are. And it's just been amazing how people appreciated the fact that someone recognized them, that they're new to the community, and want to give them that welcome. I love that, Don. And why not be one of the first new people in the community that they meet, right? <laughs> That's right. Yes. And then who knows? Uh, somewhere down the road, you might be able to invite them to your church. or uh, it's, It'll be an experience they won't forget, and neither uh uh, do, will I forget that experience? Oh. Well, Don, if we can just inject here, and um, for those of you that are listening, this is with his permission, but Heather had told me, um, Don's granddaughter-in-law, <laughs> had told me about how you and your wife, Mara, met. And I would just love to, I'm a sucker for a good love story, and I just would like to just inject in this little podcast today um, I would like for you to tell the story about how you met uh, Mara on, I believe, Love in Sync. At Love in Seek. <laughs> not, not Sync, no, Seek, S-E-E-K. Uh, yes, we both lost our spouses through death, and, um, and you often wonder, wow, will there be another soulmate? And in our situation, we met online. And, uh, yes, you have to be cautious and careful. Right. But the thing that will uh, keep it uh, above par is we both put in there the person we're looking for has to have made a commitment to live for Jesus Christ, and that will eliminate 90% of uh, potential seekers <laughs> met on that site. And uh, within just a uh, few weeks, we were uh, seeing each other, and um, we met in January, and in July, we were married. And that was 11 years ago, and uh, she's still happily married, and so am I. (laughs) Yay. Shout out to uh, Dawn and Mara. Just absolutely love that. And meeting Mara the other day and just seeing you two together and the love that you have for each other and the love that you have for Jesus and that common goal of serving is like a golden thread that just helps uh, 
tie you guys together i think so that's really really neat yeah you guys uh it, it's great to see you guys in action you work and serve really really well together so don if someone is listening to this and you know they hear i mean you have just listed a plethora of ministries and involvement in the community and you know we're not in any way saying oh you know that people know that that you know we we're not asking you to get involved in everything but we do believe that there might be some people listening that would like to get more involved in their community but they just need that shot in the arm to take that first step how, how could you encourage someone that's listening to this to um to take that risk and step out and do something like that in the name of jesus well i would recommend looking into three areas looking into the community looking in your church or in your neighborhood any need that you see might be a call from god to be a part of meeting that need it could be something very simple it may be that you would like to team up with another person that to do it together but if you see a need that is probably an indication that god helped you to see it and you ought to check it out hmm. okay so it was looking into the community yeah what needs do you see in your community right and then what needs in your local church yes where you can serve and i am so sorry but i missed the third point oh look in your neighborhood absolutely so look in your neighborhood okay don um if you would just be so kind um to just say a a blessing or prayer over the people that are listening and um yeah we just want people to serve god full throttle in their later years and um, to do this with such joy. And so could you just say a prayer over our listeners, please? I would be glad to. Father, uh, we uh, come to you today and we pray for those that will be listening today. And God, uh, I know you're always speaking to hearts and um, sometimes it's surprising the open doors or opportunities that you bring right before us. And so I pray for each person, Lord, I don't know what you have in store for them, but, God, I know you have something. You have uh, some ministry or opportunity, and I pray that you would help them to see that. And, God, as they see it, that they would step out in faith, trusting you or team up with another person. But, Lord, may they be able to experience the wonderful joy of serving you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Don, thank you so much. Again, I just love your spirit and your passion, and I can totally get it why Heather and Russell uh, wanted us to connect uh, with you. You're, you're just a, a, an incredible, incredible uh, Christian man, and just um, already I can just say I love you and Mara so much, and I just thank you, thank you for this. Thank you, Judy. Okay, God bless. Same to you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Yes Podcast. If you are interested in getting involved with Yes or would simply like more information about this ministry, we welcome you to visit our website at yes2serve.org.